Welcome to Corvette Today, the podcast that talks about everything Corvette, with your host Steve Garrett, MC and DJ at one of the largest Corvette weekends in the country, Corvette Fun Fest, president of the Corvette Club of Kansas City, Missouri, and radio disc jockey at the number one radio station in Kansas City for over 40 years. Here's Steve Garrett. Hey, thanks for listening to Corvette Today, the podcast that talks about everything Corvette. I'm your host, Steve Garrett. I appreciate you tuning in. You can listen to Corvette Today on all podcast platforms like iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, Anchor.fm, Pandora, Stitcher, Audible, and many more. You can also listen on your smart device. Just say Alexa or Hey Google, play the podcast called Corvette Today, and you're connected. Also, visit the Corvette Today website. It's corvettetodaypodcast.com. You can also sign up for Corvette Today notifications, updates, and information at corvettetoday.ck.page. And don't forget, join the Corvette Today Facebook group. We have over 2,000 members, and I'd love to have you as a member as well. First, I'd like to thank our flagship sponsors of Corvette today, midenginecorvetteforum.com. If you'd like to join a new vibrant forum that focuses on the new mid-engine C8 Corvette, it's free to join this friendly community. You'll meet a lot of fellow Corvette enthusiasts like yourself at midenginecorvetteforum.com. Also, a shout-out to canadiancorvetteforum.com, welcoming Corvette owners from around the world. My guest today, as we do every other week on Corvette Today, is Keith Cornett from CorvetteBlogger.com. Keith is with me twice per month to keep you up to date on what's going on in the world of Corvette. Keith, welcome back to Corvette Today. We are experiencing the snowpocalypse here in Kansas City, but I bet it's not that way down in Tampa. Well, that's why you live in Florida during the wintertime, and uh, I'm not going to rub it in because I know our brothers and sisters in Texas are really suffering right now. Just prayers that everybody is able to make it through, be able to get through this. When winter strikes hard, it gives it to you good, that's for sure. Yeah, and winter has also affected the Bowling Green Assembly Plant, and it's reopening, hasn't it? Well, yeah. The last time we talked, we knew that the plant was actually going to shut down for a week over part shortages. There were some issues with aluminum structures and the transmissions. And so the plant was going to be down for the week. Then it was supposed to open up on the 8th. Well, then we got the notice again that the plant was down that week, too. So the big opening was supposed to be on Monday, and then, of course, they did open. But with the storm coming, already hitting Texas and starting to sweep across the plains and into uh, the southern states, they just decided to shut down. They only built five cars on Monday. Then they were off on Tuesday, so no cars built on Tuesday. Came back last Wednesday, did a fairly decent job. 119 cars were built. On average, they built 186 per day. Okay. They were starting to ramp back up. But then on Thursday, they only built 30. So we're not real sure what's going on. We know there was some more weather, but it's really striking hard right now. So if you think about this month of February, we're recording this on Friday. It's the 19th. They've only built 154 cars this month. So you can see the kind of impact. Of course, the shutdowns were parts related, but now with weather, it's just compounding the issues. And again, we're worried about people making sure they're all safe. And that's more important than trying to get cars built. But we want to obviously get through this and be able to ramp back up and start doing that 180, 190 cars. Absolutely right. Well, at least springtime is about a month away. So we have something to look forward to. Well, and let me tell you this too, Steve, is, you know, there's an average price out there that's selling. We're going to talk about this in a second, but the average Corvette is selling for about $84,000. And so if you take 
186 cars times that number, you get $15.7 million that's not being produced each day for GM. Then you compound that by a week or two weeks, and now the snowpocalypse, it's a dire situation, that's for sure. And the other thing that's happening too is because they took off those two weeks and then the winter storms again impacted. So really this week's all been impacted. All these people that had TPWs, they're all getting reset, pushed back. Again, people were really expecting to get their cars and now there's just another delay, but we'll definitely get through this. It happens. It's a storm of the century, they say. We have to ask for forgiveness from Mother Nature, my friend. (laughs) That's right. Also, there's a website called iccars.com, I-S-E-E-C-A-R-S.com. They're reporting that the C8 was the fastest selling car last month. Is that right? That's correct. These guys are data crunchers. They're always doing studies on how far you drive your car. And Corvettes are always ranked, you know, low mileage per year and things like that. So this was a study of the 20 fastest selling vehicles in January. And of course, every Corvette that's being sold has a sold order attached to it. So there's a couple dealers that are getting some CTF cars that they can sell. But for the most part, the only way a Corvette is getting to a dealership is with a sold order. And so customers, you know, are picking them up pretty quickly. This study, it says that the average hold at a dealership between it arriving and then being delivered is 10 days. And part of that's just the PDI process. They might be waiting on some dealer installed options to come in so they can put those on the car. But yeah, they're really going fast. We know more Corvette owners that they'll get the call that their car's arriving and they'll get down there that day just to watch it come off the truck. And the dealer knows that this guy really wants his car. So we're going to get into PDI and hopefully get it out in a day or so. Right. So it really just illustrates that Corvette owners are really wanting their cars. Dealers are doing everything to get them to them quickly. And it's showing up in these stats here. And it's this number that we got from the 10 days of sale. And the average sale price is $84,689. Wow. Pretty impressive. I remember during C7 days that the average selling price, this is before Z06 and ZR1, I believe, the Stingrays that first year was the average price was around 73000 Okay. Because Corvette owners are ordering their cars with 3LT and a lot of options. And so that drives the price up from the base. And that's exactly what we're seeing here. So even higher than what we expected from based on what we saw in the C7 generation. Pretty amazing, buddy. Also, we hear that the Black Trident wheels won't be back until April of this year. Yeah, these wheels have been causing a lot of problems. These are dealer-installed wheels. So the way it's supposed to work is that you order your car. The car is built. Some options are dealer-installed. And so those options are supposed to be shipped to the dealer before the car arrives. So that when the car arrives, it goes through the PDI process and gets all ready for the customer. They put those options on the car, like the high wing, many of the aero kit stuff. And of course, optional wheels like these black trident wheels. And so what has happened is that the supplier has fallen behind and dealers were actually having to hold these cars and wasn't able to release them. They worked it out. Some dealers will allow the car to go. And then you can just come back and get your wheels because they are dealer installed. So they do ship with wheels. So it's just been, again, one of these things where the demand has been real high for these wheels, even though they're optional. In 2020, there was a total of 2,788 customers added them. These were one of the wheels that also Chevy raised the price on. So they were $26.95 and now they're $28.95 for the set. For 2020, there was a total of, I think, around 13% of customers that order the wheel. So, I mean, they're in demand, and Chevy's now saying that it's probably going to be about April before everything evens back out and they're available again. Okay, well, it's popular, and we just got to make sure that that supplier gives us enough inventory to fulfill all those orders, for sure. Yeah, you know, the other things that are, too, are on constraint are the rocker panel extensions. Okay, 
These are those black rocker panels that run along the bottom of the C8. Okay. Those are also delayed until April, as well as the carbon fiber grill inserts. Those are delayed till April as well. Okay. And we found out what colors are going to be retired after this year too. Yeah, this is usually big news. We got the information. This came from General Motors National Constraint Report. Essentially what they do is they have to tell dealers that, okay, we're going to start ending production of these colors. So they tell the dealer that these are the last order dates, and then these are the last dates that the cars will be built. So what we know is that the three colors that are going gray are the Sebring Orange Metallic, Zeus Bronze, and Shadow Gray. Huh. I think the real surprise for a lot of people was the orange going away. Just really popular. Started in 2019. We saw it on the ZR1s. They did that Sebring Orange edition. Just about every ZR1 you saw for a while was orange. <laughs> yes. Shows up really well on the C8. And I know that people were hoping they'd be able to get that color for their Z06 orders as well. The cycle of life in the automotive company where they're always making changes. So for those that really like these colors, the orange, the shadow gray, or the Zeus bronze, there's still time to order these colors. Sebring Orange and Zeus Bronze need to be ordered by April 29th, and Shadow Gray will have until May 27th to order. And then we know that the last production week for these three colors are June 14th for Zeus Bronze, June 26th for Sebring Orange, and then July 19th for Shadow Gray. Yeah, so I'm throwing a lot of dates out. I know sometimes it's, it's hard to visualize that. But when we start seeing General Motors saying no more colors are available, there's 12 colors. Now all of a sudden there's nine. So that's telling us that they are closing in on the end of this model year. And so if that last car, that last color is slated for July, we could see a model changeover really any time after that month. It could be just a week or two, or it could be another month. It could be six weeks, but it really signals the end of the 2021 model year. Wow, that's fantastic information, buddy. Also, Rapid Blue is a very popular color for Corvette, and Chevrolet is going to offer that color on the 2022 Camaro. Yeah, this is really no surprise. You're starting to see these colors. We always call it the Ford color, the Ford blue. I know Richard Petty on the Dodges always had it. Now it's a Chevy color, very popular on the Corvettes. We don't have any production numbers on those yet, but you see them everywhere, right? These cars also serve as this color for the pace cars at Daytona. And it was just announced that, yes, the Camaro is going to get this color for the 2022 model year. So if you like this color, you're going to see a lot more of it. And if you don't, well, <laughs> you're going to see a lot more of it. <laughs> That's fantastic. I think it's actually pretty cool. Corvette kind of sharing a color with its sister car. Yeah. And again, it really lends itself well on the Camaro, especially the ZL1 with the black hood scoop and front grill and black wheels. It looks fantastic. Well, I'm looking forward to seeing it. It should be interesting to see that on the Camaro. Yes, absolutely. Also, GM is hiring temporary jobs for Corvette-related positions. I might want one of those. What are these positions? Yeah, sign me up. That'd be so fun, I think. <laughs> It'd be a great thing to do for a day or two if you say, hey, you know, I helped build a part for a Corvette. Right. It's the GM facility in Lockport. What they do is they make radiators and, and other cooling parts for various models, uh, Corvette, Silverado, Yukon, Escalade. For classic Corvette owners, this used to be the Harrison radiator plant. Oh. My C2 has a Harrison radiator sticker on it. It's kind of cool that this place has always been there. So they're hiring 50 temporary workers. These are just part-time jobs. They do pay, I believe, $16.67 an hour. Wow. And include some health care and some other benefits. But again, just temporary positions. But you never know. For somebody that's tenacious and puts on a good show, it could turn into something permanent for somebody. 
again, just a neat opportunity. And anytime we can find something that people can contribute to the building of the Corvette, I like listing that stuff and sharing it because I think it's pretty cool. I think it's very cool too. And finally, our friend Katie Ellison from the National Corvette Museum is leaving her position as marketing director, which is really sad. We're going to miss Katie. She's done a great job at the NCM. She sure has. You know, we've known Katie for years. She's our liaison with them whenever we have questions or need a comment or so. She's right there, quick on the draw. We are definitely going to miss her. She's headed to bigger and better things, we're sure. But she says we're still going to see her. They live in Bowling Green, her and her husband, Adam, multiple Corvettes, and she is a lifetime member. So, yep, she will be gone from her official capacity, but she won't be gone from our hearts, so to speak. So we'll be seeing her at the bash, hopefully. Absolutely right. Well, we wish Katie the best in her future endeavors, and we're going to miss her at the National Corvette Museum. Keith, let's take a break. Our first one of the podcast, and coming up in segment number two, we'll talk about racing and rumors on Corvette Today. American Hydrocarbon, your one-stop shop for custom interior, exterior, and engine bay items for your C4 through C8 Corvette. We can help you create a custom look for your Corvette with carbon fiber or 10 different color patterns and styles. We've served customers in over 28 countries all around the world. Whether it's a custom-made engine cover for your new C8 mid-engine Corvette or custom-made C4 interior upgrades, American Hydrocarbon can help you transform your Corvette into a best-in-class show car. Our products have been featured in VET and Corvette magazines, so give us a call. 813-476-5638. That's 813-476-5638. Visit our website at AmericanHydrocarbon.com or email us at pat at AmericanHydrocarbon.com. Let us help you make your Corvette the car you've always wanted it to be. American Hydrocarbon. Yogi Berra once said, if you don't know where you're going, you'll probably end up there. At True Wealth & Company, we take that to heart. See, at True Wealth & Company, we believe your retirement lifestyle travels through two doors. Door number one, the blue door, gives you more options, financial freedom. Your money outlives you. Every happiness you wish for in life is through the blue door. Door number two, the red door, is where you outlive your money. You rely on family, friends, or even the state to take care of you. At True Wealth & Company, we're not just financial planners. The best way to walk through the blue door is to have a written plan. Make a work-optional lifestyle a reality with our proprietary True Life Map formula. Look towards your future with anticipation, not apprehension. Having a rock-solid fiduciary partner like True Wealth & Company is essential to effective financial planning. There's no winging it. There's nothing left to chance. Look, we don't want you to become another Yogi Berraism. Give us a call today at 913-653-TRUE. Visit us online at retirewithtrue.com. Start your financial independence and work-optional lifestyle today. Investment advice offered through True Wealth & Company, LLC, a registered investment advisor in the state of Kansas. You're listening to the Corvette Today podcast with Steve Garrett. Hey, thanks for listening to Corvette Today, the podcast that talks about everything Corvette. I'm your host, Steve Garrett. With me every other week is Keith Cornett, my buddy from CorvetteBlogger.com. We keep you up to date and tell you what's going on in the world of Corvette. In segment number two, we're going to talk about racing and also rumors in the Corvette industry. And our first one, Keith, the C8 is the Daytona 500 pace car, which is very, very cool. Yeah, hopefully people had a chance to see the race. I know it was rain delayed and it didn't end up running until like 9.30 or 10 o'clock at night. Yeah. But there it was, a rapid blue Z51 coupe, just beautiful 
beautifully done. I think this is one of the best pace cars I've seen yet with this model. Rapid Blue, and of course, you got the Daytona 500 stickers on the side doors. But the rear end has got some black in it that goes up along the back fender there. And then the roof and the back engine cover, they're all done in black. Just a really nice-looking livery. The front's got a hood graphic on it with a red outline. And then it looks like it's got like a carbon fiber checkerboard pattern in it, too. Nice. So the Corvette also shared pace car duties with a ZL1 Camaro and a Silverado. And all three of them were done in the rapid blue with the black and the red striping on it. So the trifecta, the truck paced the truck race, the Camaro paced the Xfinity race, and then the Corvette got the granddaddy there, the Daytona 500. So great visuals, just very exciting again to see the car out there in front. It was a great picture. As a matter of fact, if you want to see the picture of all three of the cars, you can go to CorvetteBlogger.com and check it out because it's really cool to see all three of those in rapid blue. Yeah, and there was another video that they also did, too, the day of the race or the day before the race. They do walk around to the car, and they talk about them. They show off all the three cars. And it's also got some other history stuff behind it. That was an official video that Chevy put out. So if you're interested in kind of the history of the Daytona 500 and you want to see some of these case cars up close and personal, as well as the real race cars, very cool to see that video. Absolutely right. Also, Corvette Racing might be heading to Europe for two WEC races right before Le Mans. Isn't that right? Yeah, this is, again, pretty exciting. Great to see that we are able to look at different venues outside this country. A couple of years ago, it used to be if you won your class at IMSA, you got an automatic invite to Le Mans. But what had happened was the WEC came up with this super season in which they did these races all across the world. So they were coming over here, and then we were going over to Le Mans. But the organizers over there said, now if you want to race at Le Mans, you actually need to do a couple WEC races. And that was easy when they were over here. We were you know, at Coda. We were at the Sebring, the 1,000 miles of Sebring last year. But again, that one got canceled because of COVID. The teams aren't coming over here this year because of COVID. So we might be going over there because we got this period between the Sebring race and then a race in June where we can definitely do some tune-ups over there and, and get in our laps. And that helps set the balance performance for the organizers to put us in the right place of where we need to be. It's going to be a good tune-up. My guess is that we're probably going to end up using our European drivers for that race. It's just going to be one car. So I wouldn't be surprised if it was Antonio and Nikki Katzberg doing it. I think that would be a pretty good combination. Nice. Well, at least they're going to find some races to do, and that'll get them tuned up and ready for Le Mans then. Exactly. And, you know, it was so tough that we weren't at Le Mans last year. First time in 20 years that we missed that race. It just wasn't the same. I tried watching it, I was tuning in, and it just didn't keep your attention because our team wasn't there. Let's hope that we can do some nice work over there, get some good balance performance, and then go win this thing at the C8. Absolutely right. In the rumors categories, Keith, the C8 Z06 might get some magnesium alloy wheels. That would be really cool. Yeah, you know, one of the things that we always enjoy, so we, we watch what the other cars under the General Motors umbrella are coming out with, especially performance cars. Cadillac just introduced their CT4 V Black wing and the ct5d blackwing with some of the different performance parts on there they're actually looking at magnesium wheels we learned that the magnesium wheels didn't make it for 2022 they might be on the 2023 cadillac black wings okay but we look at the wheels on the z06 the standard wheels will probably be the painted aluminums but then they're talking about a lightweight performance wheel will they go carbon fiber or will they go magnesium? Chevy's offered magnesium wheels on the Corvette previously, back in the C5 days. You talk to any C5 owner that's got those wheels, they love them. It would be an interesting way to reduce some weight on the car. These wheels are very strong and lightweight, help reduce unsprung weight. 
it's a definitely a good way to go. And then we've seen some of the carbon fiber wheels, what happens when they get damaged? They're very pricey. Obviously, these magnesium wheels are very pricey as well. We're looking to see which way they're going to go on this. And so we just got to stay tuned and see which version of the performance wheel wins the battle. I'm keeping my fingers crossed for both because I'd love to see the magnesium and obviously the carbon fiber wheels be an option for the Z06. It's a good look. These wheels on the Cadillacs, they were like a bronze. A very nice looking wheel. And again, you talk to any C5 owner that had them and they just love them. So I think it'd be a good fit for the, the C8 Z06. Also, the C8 E-Ray Corvette was spotted in Michigan. That was a big find. Yeah, again, these cars are just being out and driven. This is obviously a testing car. It's got the camouflage on it. It's got the old school taillights, like the test taillights that before the production lights came. So we know that this car has been around for a while. GM repurposes cars. They'll do a test, then they'll put more equipment on it and do another test for a different version. We believe that this is the E-Ray because it's got the different shutoff on the rear fenders. And there's also some testing equipment on there that looks like they're monitoring emissions. The tailpipes use the special connector to go from a two outlets into one. Right. We've seen actually these cars pull trailers of testing equipment behind them that are all hooked up and they can monitor emissions in real time. So again, this is a test car and they found it outside of a supermarket in Brighton, Michigan. You want to put miles on these cars and so you just treat them like every day is I'm assuming that's what the test guys are doing right now. That's pretty cool. <laughs> that's a lot of fun. And finally, Keith, we found the right-hand drive C8s being tested in Detroit, which is really cool. I've, I've been looking forward to these cars, but it's got to be really weird seeing the steering wheel on the right-hand side. Yeah, so we've talked about these right-hand drive cars before, and just for Americans, how weird these things look to us. And again, I think we talked about we couldn't imagine a manual transmission car shifting with your left hand. It just would be very awkward indeed. But these cars are being tested right now. Great news for the enthusiasts in Australia, Japan, and the UK who really want one of these in their native configuration. They're driving these cars in Detroit. We believe that these are cars that are driven to put miles on them and just make sure that everything's working okay with them. A friend of mine told me that this is actually Conti, Rick Conti, Corvette Conti. He did one of his vlogs on this. This is the reason why the passenger side has power memory seats is because when they flip it over to the right-hand configuration, now the driver side has the memory seats for the driver. So again, very interesting how they thought of this out. It's pretty cool, I think. They're not going to sell a ton of these overseas, but we expect a good 1,000, 1,500 at least to start off with. Right. It could only grow from there. So it's going to be interesting to see how well these cars do. I can't wait to see it. Keith, let's take our final break, and in the third segment, we'll talk about the lighter side of Corvette on Corvette Today. VetFinders.com is the Internet's original Corvette classified ads website, with classified ads starting at just $25, and every ad runs until your Corvette is sold. If you're in the market for a Corvette, VetFinders.com has over 500 Corvettes for sale from all around the USA and Canada and covering all eight generations. Visit VetFinders.com, the Internet's destination for buying and selling Corvettes. That's V-E-T-T-E Finders.com. KC Trends Motorsports has been the Midwest's largest custom wheel superstore for over 25 years. They specialize in C8 wheel fitments from the top brands in the industry, like HRE, Vossen, ADV1, Avant-Garde, and more. They ship daily from their Kansas City location to all upper 48 states with the best pricing and inventory in the country. Need tires? KC Trends Motorsports has you covered. They have tires in stock from Michelin and Pirelli. Plus, they can help you with a customized wheel and tire combo for your Corvette to truly make it one of a kind. 
And if you need wheel ideas, no problem. Simply go online to caseytrends.com for their car and wheel visualizer. See the wheels on your Corvette before you purchase. Also, there's dozens of wheels and tire combo pictures to look through online to spur your imagination. And their expert staff is there to help you with wheel and tire sizing and offsets for your C6, C7, and C8 Corvette. Visit them online at caseytrends.com. See them on Facebook and Instagram. Make any Corvette a one-of-a-kind with KC Trends Motorsports. Call them toll-free, 877-962-5200. KC Trends Motorsports. And now, back to Corvette Today with your host and my husband, Steve Garrett. Hey, thanks for listening to Corvette Today. I'm your host, Steve Garrett. With me every other week is Keith Cornett from CorvetteBlogger.com. Every other week, we keep you up to date on what's going on in the world of Corvette. In segment number three, we always talk about the lighter side of Corvette. And the first story, Keith, I think is really cool. Sylvester Stallone bought a rapid blue CA Corvette. Yeah, he picked up a convertible from a dealership in Tennessee, a Chevrolet Buick GMC Cadillac of Murfreesboro. Rapid blue with black nacelles and Z51. There are some pictures shared to Facebook where he's posing with the owner, and of course they're doing the Rocky, you're going to punch you kind of thing. People love to see when famous, obviously, icons like Sylvester Stallone are driving the same car they are. We know that Sylvester's actually had a couple Corvettes in his past. Nice. He famously once bought this resto mod, like a 68 or 69 resto mod from Barrett Jackson, and then was spotted driving around like two nights later in Hollywood. Wow. So he's a car guy. The story is that he's also selling his mansion in Los Angeles in Hollywood. Really? Uh, $110 million. He's looking to move to Florida, possibly South Florida. So he could be a Florida resident here pretty soon. And so if you see Rocky driving around in rapid blue, you know, I wouldn't get into any road rage with him. <laughs> uh, no, that's probably right. But just get out your checkbook, $110 million, drop in the bucket, right? <laughs> you know, I will say this. I did check out the pictures of his pad, and it is pretty impressive. <laughs> really? I like to <laughs> see that. But for $110 million, it should be, right? It better be, doggone it. <laughs> <laughs> also, we have some news from some of our aftermarket vendors. ACS Composite makes some really nice wickers for the C8 Z51 rear spoiler. Yeah, think of the natural progression from the C7 Z06 wickers, especially like the Stage 2, right. that create higher downforce on the rear of the car. That's exactly what ACS does. They actually look really nice. They look very native to the Z51 spoiler, the way they come up. And they did this installation video that looks like it's pretty easy. Basically, anybody could do it. You just have to have a rivet tool. Right. The wickers look really nice. We expect that we're going to start seeing these around because I believe they run them for four forty nine. It really does add a nice little look to the car. So congratulations to ACS on this. I thought they looked really good. Very Z06-esque. Yes. The example they have is they're done in carbon flash and they were on an orange car. So they really show up nicely. And again, it adds a little bit of that two-tone for the person that might have a body-colored Z51 spoiler. Of course, if you have a carbon flash spoiler, it matches perfectly as well. So. Also, in our last News and Headlines podcast two weeks ago, we talked about a 1969 L88 Corvette that was redone and looked at by Kevin McKay, the famous Corvette hunter. That car sold for over $600,000. Yeah, this was a big get. This car bypassed the traditional auction route, Mecham or Barrett-Jackson. The car was sold on the Bring a Trailer website. The car really sold, got big money. I think it was over $200,000 more than its estimate. 
So fantastic venue. Of course, this car, as we talked about, has documentation out the yin-yang, beautifully presented in black, a great-looking car and well-maintained. So someone's got a piece of history here, and it's probably one of the finest L88s out there for the C3. I thought it was, too. And for $610,000, which is what it sold for, I thought that was a steal. I thought it would go closer to eight hundred dollars or $900,000. You never know. And again, depending on how many people want it, you know, it had the potential. But I still think that even though the, the guy got it for the 200000 over, because it's so well documented, because it presents itself so nicely, it's just going to be a car that is going to continue to appreciate. Absolutely right. Also, Chip Foost had a video out of what he would do to improve the C8 Corvette. I watched that video and all I could think of watching that is that looked exactly like an Aventador with a Corvette nose. <laughs> Just a little bit, yeah. Somebody was saying uh, it had a Mustang nose. This video was funny. This video came out the same day as the color change and I thought that the big news would be the color change where this ended up being our top story for the day of the Chip Foose redesigning the C8. No kidding. And I guess there is some pent-up demand out there for people that wanted to see something different. I do believe a lot of times that Chip does a fantastic job in customizing cars. Not so. My personal opinion is that I like the way that the team went, the way they did with the C8. What he wanted to do was see more Corvette lines, more Corvette design cues on the car. The amazing thing is, and I cannot criticize his design skills and his creativity because he essentially did one sketch from beginning to end, and I never saw him use an eraser once. It's just sketching and then coloring and then refining. And he comes up with this design and it looks, you know, pretty damn good in my opinion. People really latched onto this article. I think we had just a ton of comments on it. Some people loved it. Some people hated it. There are definitely some C7 people out there that would like to see something different, more like their C7s. We get that. But just a real cool video. It's only about 11 minutes long. We urge you, if you're a Chip Foose fan, to give it a watch. Absolutely. And you can see it on CorvetteBlogger.com. That's where I saw it. Also, this was really cool. You can play Corvette trivia on your Alexa device. Tell me about that because I've got one. I wanted to give it a try. Yeah, this is fun. This news came out a little bit ago and we ran it this week. The Corvette Museum staff, I guess during some COVID downtime, they were looking at what they could do to have some fun and, and allow people to do something different with new technology. So yeah, all you have to do is say, Alexa, play Corvette trivia, and she's going to start up. In fact, let's give it a try here. Alexa, play Corvette trivia. Welcome to Corvette Trivia from the National Corvette Museum. So there she is. And I played it the other day. There's some really good questions on there. Uh, a couple of them were started to get a little ambiguous. The way it works is you play until you get three wrong answers and then it gives you a score. It's fun. If you've got an Alexa device, give it a try. Very nice. I like that. Also, Callaway has introduced forged alloy wheels for the C8. Yeah, they turned to their longtime partner, Oz Wheels, to come up with a wheel for the C8. It's like the previous Oz Wheels on the Callaways, a nine-spoke. It's a lighter wheel than the OEMs. It's got a little concave design on the rear. It looks very nice. It's a Callaway price. They start at $64.90. They look really nice. It's just part of the process of Callaway rolling out their C8 stuff. We're hoping to get some news at some point about any kind of updates they're able to do to the performance of the car. But in the meantime, they're getting out wheels and some other accessories. Sounds good. And finally, our last story is Errol Lari is now offering a center exhaust kit for the C8 Corvette, which I'm sure a lot of C8 owners are really looking forward to seeing. Well, again, we talk about the C7 owners. That's been one of the design cues for Corvette for a long time is that center mounted exhaust. And then all of a sudden, you know, with the C8, they're down on the corners. And some people just like kind of miss that. 
I'm actually surprised we haven't had more of that return of the Camaro taillight thing with Camaro exhaust because that's how the Camaros are with the corner-mounted exhaust. But the Aerolari system looks really nice. It's a bolt-on. I guess you have to cut some fascia on the rear there, but it really provides a different look to the car. There's some audio clips there too as well, so you can hear how good it sounds. It seems to me that there's a lot more people offering custom exhaust than we saw during the rollout of the C7. There's all these little boutique guys like Aerolari doing the stuff. So it's going to be interesting to see how it all works out and how many people actually end up getting it. If you listen to it, it sounds good. I'm looking forward to seeing this first C8 Corvette with that Aerolari center exhaust on it. Absolutely. It looks like a good one. And they're doing custom wheels and they've got aero and rear wings and stuff. So for someone that really wants to customize and modify their car, they seem to be catering toward that enthusiast. It's A-E-R-O-L-A-R-R-I. Aerolari, yep. Sounds good, Keith. Well, Keith, thanks a lot. We will see you in two weeks, and we'll get more news and headlines on Corvette Today. Well, fantastic, Steve. Thanks for having us again. Pray for our Corvette brothers and sisters in Texas, and yep, we'll talk to you in two weeks. And don't forget, you can see all these news and headlines on CorvetteBlogger.com. Thanks for listening to Corvette Today, and make sure you check out our sponsors like Casey Trends. Go to CaseyTrends.com. Also check out American Hydrocarbon at AmericanHydrocarbon.com. You've been listening to Corvette Today with Steve Garrett. If you'd like to contact Steve with any thoughts on the podcast or ideas for guests on Corvette Today, you can email him at stevegarrettdj at gmail.com. That's stevegarrettdj at gmail.com. Garrett has two R's and two T's. Or connect with Steve on social media on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram using at stevegarrettdj. Thanks again for listening to Corvette Today.